and welcome to the Film Hose Podcast, where two amateur film stands talk about the movies we love, the movies we hate, and every movie in between. I am Kay Christofferson, and this is... Lauren Griffin. And Lauren, um, it's your turn to ask the question of the week. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, what, what would you say is like your favorite Taika Waititi uh, movie? Like, anything that he's kind of been in. Or directed. So, okay. Anything. Movies, um, TV, doesn't matter. Hmm. I'm trying to think of the Taika Waititi movies I've seen. I need to see What We Do in the Shadows, because that's, um, that's one of his big ones that I still haven't seen yet. Um, I'm gonna say Hunt for the Wilder People. Just because, um... It, it really surprised me with like how good it was because <laughs> like yeah. I yeah it was it was a really really um good movie it was about um so basically it's like it's about this foster kid and um her his foster parent and basically like they have to like run away so he doesn't get taken by like um child protective services oh. and it's like a really like a really really good like just kind of feel good kind of quirky comedy and yeah i i'd say that's probably my favorite i think and thor ragnarok is really good too so yeah yeah i mean i i haven't seen a movie of his that i don't like i just really love his style (laughs) (laughs) great i like him too i would say that i would also agree with thor ragnarok yeah it's just, it's just, it's just so good. It's, yeah, I feel like that's kind of like, I feel like that kind of ushered in, maybe it was like Black Panther too, but like, I feel like that kind of ushered in like the new kind of era of Marvel movies. It really are, did. Yeah. Like, at, I would at, say like, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say like, as, as experimental as <laughs> like Marvel can get is pretty much the Ragnarok. <laughs> exactly. Especially like. Because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of weird. And, like, maybe just because it was in space. I don't know. Um, And I thought, like, James Gunn did a good job at that. Mm -hmm. And, like, Thor Ragnarok is kind of similar to it, but it's just so much better. Yeah. (laughs) He just does such a good job. It's such a a wacky film. It's a a wacky, wacky film. It's a silly, goofy, (laughs) nude film. (laughs) Taika Waititi... He's just in a silly, goofy mood, one could say. <laughs> Always. And uh, speaking of Taiko Waititi, gave me a very easy segue today. <laughs> um, we are talking about um, Jojo Rabbit, which is a 2019 comedy drama film written and directed by Taiko Waititi. And it was very popular during like the award season in 2019. Like I think it won like Best Screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. What did it win? Uh, it got yeah Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. Adapted. And was nominated for Best Picture at the ninety <laughs> second Academy Awards. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think in the Best Screenplay category it was like up against Knives Out, and I think, yeah, I don't know which one like deserved it more, but really? I was just I was just happy to see. Taika Waititi win <laughs> so like even though Ryan Johnson is my favorite I, I yeah. was happy to see Taika win oh right. no no it wasn't sorry hmm? it wasn't I, I'm looking it up right now it wasn't? It was between no Jojo Rabbit The Irishman oh. Joker <laughs> Little Women and oh. The Two Popes yeah I think Jojo Rabbit was the strongest contender out of those based on I the mean... ones I've seen have you seen Little Woman? Yeah. I still I like, think... Did you like I, it? I did really like it, but I still think uh, Jojo Rabbit, like, if I had to choose between the two, I would probably choose... Yeah. Like, for screenplay, specifically, I I would choose Jojo Rabbit. But, but yeah. I, I, I was thinking of original screenplay, which was where Knives Out oh, won. I, I don't remember... I don't remember what won um, instead of Knives Out in that category, but... Whatever. <laughs> I could I could look. We're we're we, on this train. We're looking. Yeah, we're looking. We're it. looking. <laughs> uh, okay. So, oh, so Parasite won. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then it was 
Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. So, yeah, like, that's... it was against the pretty good ones. Yeah, that's a pretty stacked category. Yeah. yeah. I just want to Where's... see Ryan Johnson win an Oscar in his lifetime, hopefully. I, I, I hope he does. I, I have high hopes for him. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's still young. He's still young, kind of. He's in his 40s. I, I yeah. feel like that's young for a director. But I, I think I think it's young too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, <laughs> Jojo. Going back. <laughs> going back to Jojo Rabbit. Um, so the little small plot summary of Jojo Rabbit is: um, Jojo is a lonely German boy who discovers that his single mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their attic. Aided by only his imaginary friend Adolf Hitler, Jojo must confront his blind nationalism as World War II continues to rage on. So, do you have any um, history with this movie at all? Um, I... When did... Let me just see when it came out. Okay. So, I'm pretty sure the first time that I saw this, I'm pretty sure it was with my mom. I think it was, like, just, like, one of those movie day movies that we threw on. Um... And, like, we loved it. We thought it was so good. She thought it was very sad, obviously. Like, it does yeah. get very sad at the end. It takes quite a turn of it does. tone, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I think it's... I think it's a great film. I hope it, I hope in 20 years it doesn't, you know, come back that we were like, oh, this was such a shit film. <laughs> or, yeah. doesn't, or, like, doesn't stand well anymore. Yeah. But I think... I guess I guess that could happen with this film. I didn't even think about that that it could you know like age very badly. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, I hope but it I, doesn't. Like it has the possibility. Yeah, and I think it's just because it is such a a serious topic of like Nazi Germany, like they find a Jewish girl and like the whole thing is but I think I think they do it in a way that and yeah, I don't like. I think it's a. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Fingers I don't know. crossed. Fans, yeah. tell yeah. us your discourse. Let us know what you think. Will <laughs> yeah. Stand up. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. My history with the movie. Well, oh yeah. Sorry. What about you? I, I. I don't. I don't really have any history with this movie. I. I remember it during. Um. During the award season, like we mentioned earlier, and I remember like rooting for Taika Waititi because I had seen Thor Ragnarok at that time and I was like yeah I, I just I just want to see him win <laughs> I just oh, want to yeah yeah but um yeah this was the first time I watched Jojo Rabbit and yeah it was it was really good <laughs> it was it was as good as I expected it to be <laughs> That's Cause good. I, yeah because I love I love Taika but yeah. I like I remember the first time that I watched it or like maybe it was the first time I heard about it I can't remember but I was kind of like oh like I don't know <laughs> is this because I was like I was doubtful I was like this can't be that funny yeah but but it it really is yeah it's it's <laughs> it's really great it's 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 really funny <laughs> like it is yeah <laughs> but um but yeah I I kept thinking like the whole time I was watching it I'm like only Taika Waititi could pull this off. Like, I yes. can't think of a single, like, director working today that could have made this movie as well as he did. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Let's get into the, the plot points of Jojo no. Rabbit. Alright, so at the beginning of the movie, um, during the collapse of Nazi Germany in the, fictional, in the fictional city of Falkenheim... 10 year old look at all these words coming yeah <laughs> forgive me if i don't pronounce all of these german um yes words and names um correctly <laughs> um don't come at me <laughs> uh 10 year old johannes jojo betzler joins the jung folk um anyway the, the junior section of the hitler youth Heavily indoctrined with Nazi ideals, he creates the imaginary friend Adolf, a buffoonish Adolf Hitler. Though a fanatic at a training camp run by Captain <laughs> Klenzendorf, he is nicknamed Jojo Rabbit after refusing to kill a rabbit to prove his worthiness. Oh, 
that was that oh <laughs> you got me <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah no i didn't like that yeah. i think it's so funny just like the how they introduce this character of like adolf hitler and how yeah. he is like he's he's just stupid <laughs> just so buffoonish is like the perfect word yeah like he just has this idea that adolf is just this um i don't know just weird like weird person weird normal person i guess yeah just like this like, kind of oh. like guardian angel <laughs> like yeah. type of but <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like the emperor's new groove when kronk has like the two, like, the angel and the devil cronks on his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what this reminds me of a bit. Yeah. Um, I remember reading this thing about, like, how Taiko Waititi prepared for the role, and someone asked oh. him if he did any research, and he's like, no, that guy's a dick. I <laughs> just, like, <laughs> I didn't want to, like, research him. So he's just, like... totally fair. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not even, like, it's not based on reality. Like, this no. is just, like, the idea of Hitler that this like a little boy has based on propaganda exactly. but exactly like so like pretty much his idea of Adolf Hitler is Taika Waititi's idea of what it is kind if you think yeah. about it like that I guess <laughs> yeah um one thing that I did want to ask as well um the casting in this movie mm -hmm. how, how did you like especially mainly I have to say um oh frick what's his name alfie allen is so fucking funny <laughs> wait wait i'm sorry I'm, I'm bad at actor names which one is alfie okay. allen alfie allen is like the guy that's from game of thrones he's like so you know how sam rockwell is this captain guy oh and then okay. he has like his little minion yeah his minion alfie allen yeah <laughs> but, like he's so funny in it he's just like no. this little they were 100% gay. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Like, that one scene, that I, I won't mention it yet, but the one there's, the there's a specific scene that comes up, and, like, they just, like, stare at each other for a moment, and you're like, oh, wait, they're gay for each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the pool scene, definitely. But yeah. when that happened, like, I kind of, like, was like, oh, like, are they, like, a thing? And then that one scene, like, kind of, I think it's, like, probably, like, three quarters of the way into the movie i'm like oh wait yeah they're they're definitely gay and it's not even like it's not even subtext like yeah. <laughs> it's it's the text no, <laughs> but um the script yeah i yeah i really love the casting in this movie um i really love scarlett johansson even though mm -hmm. i don't like scarlett johansson as a person but yeah. um we don't like the idea of scarlett jo well I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't like Scarlett Johansson. We just don't like her. But like She's her a good actress. I'll yeah, she is a that. good actress. But yeah, she doesn't deserve to be a good actress. Um, but, uh, what are your thoughts? Sorry, we're getting distracted. As no, it's, always, it's fine. What are your thoughts on her naming her child Cosmo? Um, Did you see that? Yeah, I actually... I actually like the name Cosmo, and I feel like that might be a hot take. But I just think it's cute. I think it's not as bad as the celebrity bullshit child names that people come up with. Yeah. Like, I think it's cute. I think it's... It's, it's not cute. that bad. I don't know. I just I just think of fairly odd parents. That's all I think about when yeah. I hear the name Cosmo. I think I'm like, of, oh, he's gonna be wearing green for the rest of his life. I think of the, um... This... Is this a deep cut reference? I'm not sure. I think of the character from um, Singing in the Rain. <laughs> His name is Cosmo. He's the make him laugh guy. <laughs> That's oh, all I think yeah. of. <laughs> this next thing, this steel hand granite. Uh, that's a, I looked it up. It's a. It's just a, a hand. What did it say? Hand grenade. A German stick hand grenade. Okay. Steel hand so, granite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like German accents are just like very phlegmy, you know. They are <laughs> just like steel hand grenade. <laughs> it's like all in the throat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm letting down my German ancestors by mispronouncing all of these. Uh, oh, you're German names. too. Yep. I. I mean, I think my. They came over like 
in like the 1800s or something Mm. and like i think one of my ancestors gave birth in like a moving wagon oh wow <laughs> so that's a that's a fun fact about my ancestry fun fact. yeah so anyone who that. cares <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering yeah, I'm, I'm technically um the descendant of a wagon baby so <laughs> of a wagon born baby <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a wagon ancestor yes or I'm a wagon descendant, sorry. Yes, yeah, that makes <laughs> right. more sense. Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right. So, um, he's named Jojo Rabbit after refusing to kill a rabbit to prove his worthiness. And I remember, like, this part because it was, like, very, like, oh, like, this is when the movie is going to get intense. Because <laughs> it was yeah. pretty lighthearted up until that point, and, like, the music kind of got, like, very creepy and then you're like is he gonna kill this rabbit <laughs> right yeah pepped up by adolf he returns to prove himself throwing a stale hand grenade <laughs> by himself <laughs> that explodes at his feet leaving him scarred and limping his mother rosie insists to the now demoted klesendorf that jojo still be included Thus, he is given small tasks, like spreading propaganda leaflets and collecting scrap for the war effort. Oh. Aw. Little poor, guy got demoted, too. Poor little JoJo. <laughs> this was, like, I think this was, like, the sweetest part of the entire movie. Yeah. I, or maybe, like, of Scarlett Johansson's career. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but just how sweet she was. And just I know. Like, how she's like, oh, they're there. Like, you, like you have a scar that's fine and i was like ow yeah. <laughs> i will i will say even though i am anti-scarlett johansson i feel like i yeah. should just preface all of that before like i say anything positive about her yeah totally <laughs> but i do enjoy that i feel like lately especially she's getting more roles where she like isn't sexualized yeah you know what i mean but because she was kind of stuck in that Black Widow yes, trope yeah. for like a really long time, and like I hope that like now that she's like, I think she's like in her thirties. I hope she's not like boxed into like the mother role now. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like, like on that too, I feel like she's also getting more appropriate roles for her as a white woman instead of you yeah. know taking taking those roles like what was that movie uh, um ghost, ghost in, in the, the shell, shell. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like instead of her doing that and it's like yeah. okay scar this is not your film this is yeah. not your uh yeah. demographic this is yeah. not who you should be playing i think that's like another thing is that she's doing roles that are more appropriate for her as well yeah. and like it kind of sucks that like she's at that age where now it's like yeah some of them are mother roles mm-hmm. um but not all of them yeah. Did you see Black Widow, by the way? I have not yet, because it was $30 and it wasn't worth it <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't worth it. It yeah. was, uh, this might be a hot take because I have heard that a lot of people liked it, but I did not like it. I thought it was, oh. like... Average? And ma- It was average. Like, it yeah. wasn't a bad Marvel film. It wasn't, like, The Incredible Hulk or, like, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2, but it just, like... Still, it wasn't my fave. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm I'm solely watching it for like David Harbour and Florence Pugh. Yes, I think that is the only reason that I would recommend it is because they have such good chemistry, and that's one thing I am very excited to see more of in the MCU is to see more of Florence Pugh and David Harbour. David Harbour's character is literally so funny and just like a, <laughs> a silly a silly goofy dad yeah i i i do think david harbour is a really good actor and i i want to see him he in is. more things besides stranger things because i just mm-hmm. i think he's really interesting just he is yeah i yesterday sorry we'll get back on we'll get back to it minute. you're fine um, <laughs> yes uh yesterday i was watching i just watched like a bunch of uh episodes of the hot ones have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. yeah. And I was I watched his episode and it was actually really good. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, I I like him as a like just as a celebrity and as an actor. Yeah. I think he's He's I, just so lovable. Yeah. And he's like not like this like 
like, I think people find him attractive. I don't find him attractive personally, but, like... I think he's too old for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think he's, I think like... I he appeal. Yeah. I think he's, like, a fun celebrity, but not in, like, a heartthrob type of way. And, not like, yes. we're, like... He's just, like... He's just... He seems cool. <laughs> he's yeah. just a cool... He's just a cool dude. He but, seems like somebody... Yeah. I know he's sober, so, like, I could have a beer and he could have a... Sprite. He's someone you could have a Sprite with. Yeah, he's somebody that I could enjoy a McDonald's spicy Sprite. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a good time to me, honestly. Right. All right. Sounds like a great time. But yeah, I I I really enjoyed Scarlett Johansson in this movie, and I just it bugs me when people I don't like are talented. But yeah. But fundamentally, I'm like, ugh. But. But, like, on the screen, I'm like, oh, you're doing a good job. Like, good job, Scott. I guess, I guess <laughs> problematic people still have talents sometimes. I suppose. I suppose. Uh, cheers, praying for her growth and uh, to see yeah. her, you know, not be a dick and stop doing <laughs> yeah. Disney. Oh, Hon- honestly, she didn't make enough money. honestly I-, I can see why she sued Disney. Because. Really? Yeah. I think. I- like, it was in the contract, and they waited so long, and the fact that this was, like, a big deal for, um, just, like, female representation in... Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I just, I just think they waited so long, and just for them to just, like, say fuck it, and then put it on Disney+, Plus instead of just... I don't know. I, I feel like they could have just waited, especially since, um, what's the movie that's coming out soon? Um, Shang... Uh, Shang-Chi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're releasing that fully, just exclusively in theaters. And I'm like... Yes. Yeah. I'm just wondering... And, like, yeah. And then I remember, um, I think the president of... I don't know, I'm going on tangent here. But the president of Disney or something was like, oh, it's like an experiment. Yes, and Kevin then, Feige. Yes. Yeah. And then I was... He's the head of Marvel. Yeah. And then one of the actors in the movie was like dude like we're not like a fucking experiment <laughs> like exactly. it's kind of disrespectful for you to say that but exactly simu yeah. Liu, if we have one thing to say to the fans is to go see sean chi yeah. in theaters in theaters yeah support support yeah support <laughs> <laughs> that's the message support <laughs> support <laughs> all right back to back to the anyways the movie all right <laughs> so alone at home one day jojo discovers elsa kor a, a teenage jewish girl and his late sister in inga inga's inga? inga's we'll former classmate hiding behind the walls of inga's attic bedroom jojo is both terrified of and aggressive toward elsa the tour left in an impasse as the revelation of Rosie hiding Elsa would lead to the execution of all three of them. Very sad. I I didn't know I didn't pick up that Elsa was his sister's roommate or classmate. Sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't pick on on that either. I guess that makes sense because I like how would the mom know of her <laughs> if like yeah. she wasn't. Yeah. Like that makes sense. Also. Do we know? I'm just like quickly scanning this, but do we know how his sister died? Did they ever say? I don't believe so. Okay. Yeah. I'll look it up quick to see if we find. Yeah. I do think it's, um, I really enjoyed, um, the character of Elsa. I don't know what the actress's name is, but I really, really enjoyed her performance in this. She is, um, Thomason McKenzie. Okay. Yeah. She's a New Zealand actor. Is she in anything else? Because she is in Leave No Trace. Last. Oh, she's going to be in Last Night in Soho. Oh, that's cool. <gasps> Yay! Yay! That's oh, she's like the a... main character. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Oh yeah, right. With Anya okay, Taylor Joy, that's uh, oh. that's Edgar Wright, <laughs> and she was also in Old. Uh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I've heard the beach to. makes you old. <laughs> <laughs> Is that also, an old meme now? <laughs> 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 I think so. Um, um, also, 
Jojo's sister recently died of influenza. Oh, okay. That, that seems historically accurate. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, Thomas and Mackenzie's performance in this. I, I, was, yeah. I was blown away by it. And I yeah. was blown away by both of the child actors. Like, her and what's his name? Roman Griffin Davis. I thought they were amazing. Yeah. I they thought were... they were such good little actors. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. is going to be in Silent Night. Yeah. Oh, with Kira I... Knightley. Okay. Oh, nice. He picks up Christmas dinner amongst an extended family. Boring. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Just for that, it sounds boring. But they're, the, yeah. the cast is uh, stacked. Lily Rose Depp is in it. Um, Annabelle Wallace. I don't know who that is. Matthew Good. <laughs> um, who's this other person? I don't know who that is either. Kirby Howell Baptiste. Oh, from Kelly Eve, but I don't know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Roman Griffin Davis and Thomas and Mackenzie. I just thought both of them were really amazing in this, and I'm surprised that Thomas and Mackenzie didn't get some type of awards recognition for this. I know, yeah. I know, Scarlett Johansson did, but that's probably just because of like you know name recognition and everything. Probably. But, and, and I mean, her performance was pretty good. So. Yeah, it, it was it was really good. But I think because Thomas and Mackenzie isn't as well known of a name that it probably... Probably. Yeah, it probably... And it's a little bit more of a quieter performance. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I can see why she... That she wouldn't like be like a traditional pick for um, yeah. best supporting or best lead. Or I don't know what she would be nominated under. But, um, but yeah, so this is when they kind of start their, like, contentious relationship. Yes. Yeah. So it says, inspired by an offhand rant by Klenzendorf, (laughs) Jojo continues (laughs) to interact with her to uncover her Jew secrets and make a picture book titled Yoo-Hoo Jew so he can expose the Jewish race, allowing the public to easily recognize her kind. Despite this, he finds himself clashing with innocence and starts forming a friendship with her. So, I think the reason why just, like, satire works really well for, like, this... For kind of, like, showing this belief system is just showing how ridiculous it is. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, with the, like, the, like, the Yoo-Hoo Jew book... <laughs> Yeah, and they and just, really are just, like, so over the top Yeah. with, like, it's almost as if Taika Waititi looked at a bunch of, like, Hitler youth mm-hmm. propaganda and, like, stuff like that, and just, like, propaganda for World War Two altogether, and Taika Waititi was like, okay, I'm gonna take this, but we're going to take it up to here, Yeah. and we are going to just make it just absolutely so unbelievable and just so over the top. They're like, this people will love it and yeah. it was right we did <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's the thing about like satire is that like you can kind of expose these like darker aspects of the world but do it in like a way that's you know not traumatizing <laughs> yeah and yeah. i think that's one thing that taiko tv does very well is that he he knows how to be serious with yeah like he knows kind of when to be serious and when he can be like okay i can take this over the top yeah and like i can make this just just absolutely stupid and like other things he's like okay like can't like this is kind of gentle area yeah to be serious about this which i find very um just mm, yeah just yeah there wasn't a point in this film where i was like okay that's kind of disrespectful like yeah yeah and i i was trying to think of like what would have been, like, the worst <laughs> director for this movie? <laughs> like, who would have, like, just completely butchered it? And, like... I think I Quentin maybe... Tarantino. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> that's why. That's what I was assuming you were thinking. I'm like... Just because, like, he wouldn't have had the same innocence in it. I think yeah. that's the main thing of this, is of the film, is showing innocence and... Um, like this kid doesn't know any better. He's mm-hmm. he's surrounded by all this propaganda. Like he he's drilled into his brain with all of this stuff. Whereas with 
I don't think Quentin Tarantino because he would have tried to make it too much of an adult film. Yeah. Whereas he where he would have completely like forgotten the innocence of the film and the yeah. innocence of this of Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, because there's something like Taika Waititi. He always kind of has like this sense of like whimsy. <laughs> yeah. About his movies, and I think that that translated really well to this movie, especially since it's like you know from a child's perspective. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think he I think he kind of understands that viewpoint really well, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely Tarantino would have completely butchered it. Definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Elsa is both saddened and amused by Jojo's beliefs using surreal anti-Semitic cane. I don't know how to say that word. Canards. Yeah. Canards. Is that how you say it? I'm not know. sure. To challenge his dogmatism. Jojo slowly becomes infatuated with the caring and engaging Elsa, frequently forging love letters from her fiancé Nathan, and begins questioning his beliefs, causing Adolf to scold him over his diminishing patriotism. We love to see it. (laughs) We do love to see it. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I thought that one scene was so funny when he was like... He was, like, making, like... It was funny and sad when he was, like, making the fake, um letter from Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, especially, like, I mentioned earlier, just, like, kind of being able to, like, like, the child's perspective type thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is definitely something a kid would do. Like, it doesn't feel yeah forced or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, not to, like, draw back from uh, 500 Days of Summer, but I feel like Taika Waititi knows how to write kids more than... Yes! <laughs> Oh not to. This is like an actual ten-year-old, whereas Chloe Grace Moretz in Five Hundred Days of Summer is like she's not ten. She's, she's not a, even. A... She's a hard-working thirty-year-old with a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she she's not even like she. I've never seen adults act like that. <laughs> you know, she's yeah. like she has like a master's degree in like clinical psychology or something. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's actually a, a psychologist. In yeah. Her spare time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was insane. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Taika Waititi definitely knows how to, you know, write child characters more than yeah. um, uh, Mark Webb does, for sure. Yeah, I uh, would honestly also say, and like, this might be a deep dive on Taika Waititi, but I think he himself is just very childish mm-hmm. and kind of like free-spirited in a way. Yeah. Um. So I think from that, I think that makes it easier for him to write children because he can kind of, like, reflect upon himself. And he's like, okay, if I was a child right now or, like, something like that, I don't know. But yeah. that's what, that's something that I find is that I think it's easy for him to write these, like, hilarious films and to direct them as well because he he's just he's just goofy you know <laughs> he's just in a silly he's, goofy mood just, we've been saying this <laughs> but yeah yeah i i would totally agree with that he's like childish but not in like in the most complimentary way possible <laughs> yeah exactly. he just yeah he's just has this like innocence that not a lot of directors have yes yeah he's like a he's a grown child man without seeming as though he has mobby issues <laughs> maybe he does i don't know but he's not like you know how some boys when they're childish it's like they like need a mom in there okay this is way too deep of a dive <laughs> we're just gonna go into deep dive about taiko yes. itd's mommy issues right i i actually have noticed that um in like every taiko itd movie i've seen there has been like the death of a parent in some like form like in oh. Ragnarok there was um like the I forget his name the uh, the Odin Odin died and then in spoilers for um Hunt for the Wilder People but um the foster mom died in that and then in this movie um Scarlett Johansson's character dies yeah. so I think I think that's a really interesting um like kind of theme that goes through Taika Waititi's movies is like both like childhood and then 
grief and kind of yes yeah. recognizing with both of those but mm-hmm. i thought that's that's an interesting thread through all of his movies and i don't know yeah i don't know like I don't know, I can't analyze why it's in all of his movies, but I just, I kind of noticed that and I thought that was interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So Adolf Hitler is getting progressively mad at him because he's learning empathy. <laughs> but, uh, he's, he's learning critical thinking skills. Yeah, yeah he's not, um, he's not um, feeding into the propaganda anymore. Um so gradually, Rosie is revealed to be part of the German resistance to Nazism. Among her tasks is spreading anti-Nazi messages around town. One afternoon, while she is out, the Gestapo come to investigate. Klenzendorf arrives and helps Jojo and Elsa deceive the Gestapo regarding Elsa's identity. Later, Jojo... Oh, wait. I'll wait on that, because that's a big part. <laughs> but That was such a nerve-wracking scene it was so nerve-wracking uh steven merchant he's like the tall guy Mm -hmm. um pat yeah um terrifying in that scene yeah i think i think steven merchant if he was he needs to just be in horror movies from now on because like i don't know why but i'm terrified of that (laughs) i'm looking up what else he's been in he was in i know he was uh he was in he the was British in the office. British office. Yeah. And then he also like uh was big in like the office, like the States one. In the making of it, I think though. Oh. Yeah, he does kind of have a creepy face. Like not to right? be mean, but <laughs> it's, it's just... just those eyes. And I yeah. think the, the lips. The lips. Yeah. Oh, the skelly. Yeah, skelly. he's kind of oh, yeah. like... and then he was he was also in Logan. Oh. Um he was like he played Caliban who was like um uh Professor X's like nurse whatever. Uh, have you seen Logan? I have not. <laughs> uh, what? You should watch it. It was it was actually like pretty good. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I quite I, enjoyed. I'm not uh I haven't really gone into the X Men movies that much. The but... good thing about Logan is that I found that you needed to have zero zero context of like anything. Yeah. You just needed to know that, like, Hugh Jackman was Wolverine, and Professor X is Patrick Stewart. Like, yeah. that's all you needed to know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of more of a, a offshoot type of story. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But but Stephen Merchant has a creepy face, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I like that he, even in this scene, like, he still found moments to, like, insert comedy without it, like, being tonally weird like i i think he threw in like kind of small comedic moments at the at the right time Mm -hmm. also i'm just reading this on the wikipedia page so it says that um ytd compared the premise of the screenplay with the nickelodeon cartoon rugrats which portrays violence through a fantastical lens of a child in a lot of ways uh, he says, I wanted to keep some sort of innocence around the stuff. A juvenile lens also meant an honest depiction of Nazism for YTD. Children, they don't fuck around. They will straight up say to you, you are ugly or you are a bad dad or you betrayed me. Some of it makes no sense, but at least they're being honest about their feelings. I think that's very interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. I also would not think that the rug... I would not say that the Rugrats is violent. I don't know where he's getting that from, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Sure, Taika. When the red reptar is is going through Paris in the Rugrats movie, oh, that's that's violent. (laughs) I, like, barely remember Rugrats, but I remember Mm. watching it. I remember it just being a lot. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I loved Rugrats as a kid. Yeah. I, but, oh. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then this is the scene. This is the scene where it's kind of revealed that uh, Sam Rockwell's character is kind of helping them out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I Which we'd love to see. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of does something, like, bigger later on, but, um... Yeah. Because with this, he... he in the scene it's like he looks at I think it's like her birth certificate or something and he asks her her birthday and she says the wrong birthday 
Yeah. But he doesn't he doesn't do anything. He's like, okay. And I think I think that's just a moment of where he knows he might be well, maybe he doesn't know that like he's necessarily in the wrong position, um, being a part of the Nazi Germany movement. Yeah. But it definitely shows like some humanity in him yeah. to be like, Okay, these are children, like why Yeah. They're kids. Yeah. They're kids. Don't touch the babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and then she pretends to be um uh uh his sister. I forget her name already. But Yes. Uh Inga. I Inga. think we decided. Yeah. yeah. So she pretends to be Inga and that's how they um get away with their scheme. Yes. So later Jojo finds Rosie hanged at a gallows in the public square. Devastated, he returns home and tries to stab Elsa before breaking down in tears. Ugh. So sad. Oh, I was a ball of tears during that scene. Oh my god. It just, like, it just guts you, that part. And and just the fact how he, like, set it up earlier with the shoes. Yeah, the shoes. And, like, how he he saw her um, walking, and then, like, he looks... It's just... I don't even have any critical thoughts about this scene. I'm I just know. like, I'm just no like, thoughts. I'm sad. Just sad. <laughs> no thoughts, just sad. For yeah, real. Oh my god. It's, yeah, it's just, ugh. It, he, he definitely, um, he conveyed the emotion that he wanted to convey in this scene, because it's just, ugh. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. So, and then he, uh, goes and tries to stab Elsa, and then Elsa comforts him and also reveals that Jojo's lost father has been working against Hitler from abroad. Jojo's what? beliefs on Nazism quickly shift. I thought, I, whoa, 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 whoa. What? <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought his dad was dead. Oh, no. Um, Nathan, oh. Nathan her, um, boyfriend is dead. Right. But... He's dead. But I thought the dad... I thought Jojo thought that his dad was still alive. Oh. And was like fighting for Nazi. Sorry. I thought that Scarlett Johansson was telling him, Oh yeah, your father's still alive. He's still fighting and stuff. Uh-huh. And then Jojo was just like, uh, no. He yeah. is. Or and then he finds out that he's actually dead later in the film. But apparently that's not correct. Apparently I, I... he's alive. <laughs> yeah, so, so I guess I guess that means that they probably went and joined the father after the movie, which is nice that he has some type of parental figure in his life and it's not just going to be, like, two kids. Yeah. Because that's what I thought. I thought at the end of the movie, I was like, okay, so it's just those two kids. They're going to make a life now. Yeah. They're going to... I don't know. I don't know. Okay, that makes more sense, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Jojo's beliefs on Nazism quickly shift and start seeing the regime's inhumanity. With no money, the pair start scavenge- scavenging food from waste bins around the city. So this is when uh, he kind of breaks away from the propaganda and yes, you know, fully learns empathy, which is Yay. Yay for growth. Yay. <laughs> Good job, We love Jojo. empathetic people. Yeah, we love empathy. <laughs> but, um, okay, so following Hitler's suicide, the Allies initiate an offensive on Falkenheim. Weaken power, the civilian population, including the, ju- the young Volk. Young Volk? I think. Oh, that's, that's the junior, of, that's like the junior section of the Hitler. Okay. Movie. Is armed to do battle. Oh, so this is the part where he runs into his little friend again. Yes! And he has like a gun. <laughs> I love that actor so much. He is. He's so cute. Which one is so that? adorable? He's Yucky. a Archie Yates. Yeah, he's the cutest little thing I've ever seen in my life. He he got he got a Critics Choice Award nomination for his role. In Jojo as, Rabbit. As he should. For, as he for should. Best young actor, actress. That's amazing. Good job. Good, Good for job, Archie. Archie. Yeah. He was Yay. adorable. And just. <laughs> he, 
just his his comedic timing and just like the way he delivered lines was like yeah <laughs> like isn't there a part where he's like yeah it's a tough time to be a nazi just like the, his little accent and oh his my little god glasses. oh my so god so adorable oh my god yeah that was amazing but so cute. Just want to pinch his cheek. Yeah, I hope he has a, a long, successful career. And... I hope so. I all these child actors. I yeah. I hope they all. Do. And I hope I hope they stay sane because sometimes child actors yes. don't. So yes. Yeah. So stay in school, kids. Mm. <laughs> but stay uh, in school. Yeah. Don't get too famous. Um, or do. Or do. Or just don't go like wild. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Just Keep don't, the humility. Just don't get freaked out by the amount of fame that you have at a young age, please. Yes. Because you're, <laughs> you're too cute for that. You're so adorable. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, despondent, Jojo hides until it ends with the Allies winning. As a young Volk, he is seized by Soviet soldiers alongside Klenzendorf, who tells Jojo to look after Elsa and then tears off Jojo's young Volk coat. And calls him a Jew so the soldiers do not execute and instead drags him away as Klenzendorf is executed by the firing squad. Oh. Yeah. How 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 nice. Yeah. It just yeah. Um I remember like first seeing the scene and I was like like I wasn't sure how I felt about them like the movie making us sympathetic towards like a Nazi adults you know what I mean oh I see what you mean yeah cause like at least like with Jojo like he's a child his brain isn't developed yet and like he's just been fed this propaganda so that's why he's like spewing all this shit and then he grows out of it where like where like with Sam Rockwell's character it was like it was like there was obviously like a choice made you know, yeah. somewhere along the way where he, like, chose to do horrible things and he chose to be a Nazi. But I honestly, like, the more I thought about it and the more... But then, like, I don't, I, I'm interested to hear, like, other people's takes on this, so... Yeah. So hit like, us up, but... The, the way that I think about it, too, is that just because I am such a optimistic yeah person and like i i like to see the good in everybody yeah so like i the way that i look at it too is like in nazi germany in and like back in the 40s like there had to have been like people that got into uh the nazi germany regime that weren't like a hundred percent behind the cause and i'm not saying that they're good people but like people still have the capacity Mm-hmm. to be empathetic and to do good things yeah no matter how shitty of a person they actually are mm-hmm. you know like they do have everybody has the capacity to be a nice person yeah that's the way that i look at it yeah the... so like i so I, I and like i totally get what you mean too by and it, I, the, the thing that i like too is that it wasn't just one care or sorry it wasn't everyone in mm-hmm. the movie. it wasn't like yeah. all of them it was it was just this one guy yeah. and i think that's enough I think yeah. it's enough to say, okay, not not everybody's horrible, but a, but a lot of people at that time were. Yeah. But like, but yeah, that's my point is that people have the capacity to do good, no matter how shitty they are. You have yeah. some, you have the capacity to do it, and it's whether you choose to or not. Yeah, I th- I think that's the my more take. I, yeah, the more I thought about it, <laughs> good job. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that was kind of my take the more I thought about it was basically what you said where it was just like yeah people like it wasn't necessarily like a redemption arc I mean maybe it was but I think it was more just like people have the capacity for both good and evil and yeah yeah it's it's just a little more nuanced than maybe we'd like (laughs) yeah yeah because yeah but I I yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, oh, this is, like, this is kind of an interesting route to go with this character. Where he's, like, not not complete full redemption and, like, him yes. completely turning from his ways and not, like, him just being, like, a complete just, like, inhuman monster. He's, like, kind of, he had the capacity for both if maybe he definitely leaned more towards the horrible things. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. 
but he's yeah. still a Nazi. He still yeah. hate him. <laughs> I still, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Just because you <laughs> but, saved two kids. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, you're still a fucking Nazi. Quality. Yeah. yeah. You're still a fucking Nazi. <laughs> yeah. But um, I why does Sam Rockwell always play racists? I don't know. He's always the bad guy. No, but, but he always... he's always like specifically racist. Is like, he... like um, he played uh. Oh, I guess George... he was in Inglorious Bastards, wasn't he? Yeah, I think. No? Maybe. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Um, he played um. He played a KKK leader in another movie, and oh, then. Oh, is that Three Billboards? Is it that one? No, it's called movie, The so Best like of it. Enemies, which is like. It sounds like a fucking oh, white savior okay. movie where it was like a KKK leader and a civil rights leader become friends and he becomes like what? not racist anymore and it's like fuck that. I haven't <laughs> seen it, but you know, fuck that. <laughs> um yeah. yeah, and then like I think in Three Billboards he plays um like a pretty like shitty I think maybe racist like police officer. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, he just kind of, like, ha he's had that trend of just playing, like, oh, and then he played, uh, yeah, he played George W. Bush, too, in a movie. Ew. So, like, yeah, I don't know why he keeps choosing, I think he's kind of getting better about that, but I don't know why he continually chose the roles of shitty people and why he <laughs> he's, like, good at it, <laughs> but, yeah, it just... Yeah, I guess a, that's his bread and butter. Yeah, I guess that's what he likes to play. Because uh, he's like, I mean, he's well known enough to choose his roles. Yeah, so, exactly. like that's the, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know how I feel about him. That, I'm, a, yeah. I'm attracted to him. Yes, especially <laughs> when he does that dance. I, can, Wait. I think it's in the Charlie's Angels movie. Wait, you're like attracted dancing. to Sam Rockwell? <laughs> Maybe. When he does the dance and he's got those glasses on. The dance? What dance are you talking about? I will. Uh, I'll find it. Yeah, send it to me later. Cause, I mean, I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna judge your attraction to Sam Rockwell, but I am going to um, question it. <laughs> Here, I found it. Here. Okay. I'll put it in the Discord. Cause I need you to. Okay. We can cut this part out. No, no, uh, we're not cutting this part out. I, I want to react real no. time to 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 this okay. Sam Rockwell dancing. Okay, I'm looking. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. I can maybe see it. <laughs> no. But <laughs> just twenty-five-year-old things. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> when you turn 25, Sam Rockwell oh my... becomes attractive. Uh, yeah. This is what you have to look for. You are to. you are so old, Lauren. I know. <laughs> 25. I um, know, it's disgusting. Yeah. You are the elderly. I am. I, I, I am I'm your a, elder. I am a youngin and you are the elderly. That's our dynamic. Yes. I am yeah. the old, wise, gay. As you are the baby gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a no for me on Sam Rockwell. That's okay. Yeah. I, I, I him spinning around and, uh, was that Charlie's Angels? Didn't really, yes. didn't really do it for me. Yes. And. I love Charlie's Angels. So, fearing that Elsa will leave him alone now that she can be free, Jojo tells her Germany won the war. Recognizing her despair, he forges a letter from Nathan, claiming that he and Jojo have figured out a way to smuggle her to Paris. Elsa confesses that Nathan died of tuberculosis the previous year. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. I think... Yeah. Again, like, just... This kind of reminds me of a part in, like, Hunt for the Wilder People, where, like... I'm not gonna try to spoil that movie again, but, um... Like, there's, like, a part towards the end where, like... The child character makes like a really like childish you know decision and it okay. doesn't feel like you don't feel like oh like you little shit like don't do that like it just feels like oh like this is how you know a kid would react in this situation like he'd be like yeah. no i don't want you to leave <laughs> yeah. but i'm like he doesn't know any better yeah <laughs> he also doesn't know that nathan is dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but yeah, this the scene was so sad. 
Just, it was. Yeah. And then um, Jojo tells her that he loves her, and she tells him that he loves him as a brother. <laughs> she loves him as a brother. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh. Did I say he? You said yeah, but that's oh, okay. Sorry. I got you. Yeah. But. Oh, poor Jojo. You've yeah, been poor Jojo. Friend zone. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I mean, very appropriately friend zone. <laughs> appropriately so. You're ten. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But that yeah. She's apparently old enough to get married. Yeah, I think she's. But, supposed, uh, I think she's like seventeen or eighteen in this. I'm pretty sure. I feel like she's like fifteen, which is like ooh. Oh. But, I mean, she? times were a different. Yeah, I guess. I got the vibes that she was like fifteen. I got oh. the vibes that she was young. I don't know why I thought they said she was like seventeen in this movie. She might have been. I yeah. I could be totally wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. I thought it was the scene where like she was lying about her birthday, but then she was. Oh, she was the same age as I don't know. I don't really remember, but um. Oh yeah, I guess she would have been the same age as Inga, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? But she she was somewhere in her teens, but I don't know. Yeah. People got married at like. 14 back then so who knows <laughs> but um alright so a disheveled Adolf angrily confronts Jojo for siding with Elsa but Jojo kicks, kicks him out of the window <laughs> I love this scene so much where he's like fuck off Hitler and then he yeah, just right? like yeah that was amazing I was like so funny. yeah good job Jojo good job the growth we love to see it Alright, and then outside, Elsa sees American soldiers and realizes the truth, slapping Jojo in the face for lying. They then dance, now free. Yay! Yeah, I love- I also love the music cues in this movie. Like, yeah. how they do, like, the old- like, the covers of songs, but in German. Oh, yeah, because that was- yeah, because that was a David Bowie song. Yeah. Again. It was Heroes, but it was yeah. German. You're right. Yeah. yeah, I just- I love- I loved that song. I love yeah. that song in movies. Yeah, I yeah. It always hits. It always hits in movies. It always hits. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, Jojo Rabbit. Um, so, any any final thoughts on this film? I don't really think so. I just I I like this movie. I think that it stands up. I think that the costuming. And, like, the set design and everything is so good. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it's just... I liked it. Yeah, I... I, I and I noticed... I think it's going to be a shorter podcast episode than usual. And I think it's just because, like... Yeah. I think it's just because, like, it's just... Like, I don't have that many critical thoughts about this movie. <laughs> no, like, I think it's... It's just solid. Like, it's just... It's just a good movie. And it's just... yeah. It 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 does everything right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I scrolled down in the Wikipedia just to see if I found anything else mm -hmm. interesting. Um, they so um, it says that Waititi enlisted Academy Award winning composer Michael Giacchino question mark <laughs> uh, to score the film. Um, Giacchino recalled Waititi saying, do you remember what you did for Up? Just do that. But he scored, <laughs> like, the movie Up. Oh. Like, um, like, the Disney one? Yeah. So, and th that actually makes so much sense because, like, just remembering that yeah. opening, uh, the opening song mm -hmm. from Up, like, that totally has, like, the same, the same like, vibes. Um, same vibes, same good, like, musical cues, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Like, very good about composing like and like kind of following the storyline and everything mm -hmm. the mood yeah so i love that wow yeah what a thought rugrats and up the inspo for jojo <laughs> <laughs> i would not have been able to tell unless like it was mentioned <laughs> but right like just watching the movie like i'm getting real rugrats vibes from this <laughs> yes yeah but but yeah it's just it's just a solid movie and yeah it's just, it's good. It's, it's a good movie. It's, it's good. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. Um, I had less problems with it than Baby Driver the other week. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Oof, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, we don't speak of Baby Driver. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but, we don't uh, speak of, uh, we don't speak of, uh, the last five years. Yes. That's what we don't yeah. speak of. We just need, like, a list of movies that we don't speak of, because they're bad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, um... 
But yeah, uh, do you have like a specific rating for this movie? Ooh, I out of five, I would say like four and a half, five. Like I, that, that's the one thing is that with this movie, I never feel bored. Yeah. In the two or three times that I've watched it, like yeah. Um, and I find that I'm somebody who gets distracted very easily, and this movie does a very good job at <clears throat> like keeping your attention the whole time. Yeah. So I'd say I would say five out of five. Yeah, I I think I would say the same. I think, yeah, I just don't really have any problems with this movie at all, <laughs> and that's no. usually when I give I'm pretty like generous with my five star ratings, and I think it's just because like yeah I've I've got nothing negative to say about it, but yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's yeah I think it's like wonderfully directed. I think this screenplay Oscar was well deserved, and yeah, the casting like you said earlier was just really good. And I can't see I can't wait to see what like the child actors and I can't wait to see Thomas yeah. and Mackenzie in Last Night in Soho too. And oh, I cannot wait to see that movie. It'll be yeah. so good. But yeah, yeah, solid uh, five out of five for me too. But, Yay! But yeah. Fives across the board. <laughs> across the board. Good job, Taika Waititi. But, but yeah, and I was trying to think of, like, movies to recommend to go alongside this, and I could not yeah. think of any. I, just... I, I feel like it's a very specific kind of film, and, like, this hasn't really ever been done before, where mm-hmm. it's, like, a really good satire of, like, a very serious event in human history yeah so and i think that's that's probably a reason why because like i can't really think of anything either the one thing that i would say is like from what you were saying like what i've read about it uh is hunt for the wilder people it's not like there's a lot of parallels and like similarities between the film yeah but on like a actual content storyline type of way I can't. <laughs> yeah, there aren't a whole it's lot of. It's too specific. Uh, yeah. Too specific of a film. Yeah, it's it's way too specific to find recommendations. I just say watch other Taika Waititi movies because. Yeah. It's it's if if you like one of Taika Waititi's movies, you'll probably like all of them. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's a pretty consistent director. Like yeah. he, like the worst his movies are are like, average, <laughs> but. Yeah. 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 But uh. But yeah, I'd just say check out Taiko IT's other stuff. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. it's I think it's really cool that like there's an indigenous filmmaker that's you know, receiving this highest status. Like that's really cool yeah. to see. And yeah, I just and he's directing a Star Wars movie, I know, in the future, so that's gonna be interesting. Wow. And Thor Love and Thunder. And Oh, I cannot wait for that. Yeah. I, I just can't wait to see what he does next and i can't wait to see how his threesome turns out (laughs) i i stand that thruple who's Uh, that girl i can't remember it's it's tessa thompson and then who's the other one tessa thompson taika waititi and rita ora i think rita Rita ora that's who it is i think rita ora has done some problematic things i don't know the specifics of it so like Mm. yeah who knows what was going on there? But that was like a moment, like that on was the a internet. moment. I hope I hope yeah. I hope that they are all still thruppling it up. Yeah, I hope they're still <laughs> having fun, having I a good time. Stand because they're all. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if I would say that Taika Waititi's hot, but it's just like it's just the vibes, the overall yeah. vibes of that thruple is sexy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say personally that Taika Waititi is hot, um, but I mean he shaved recently, and then I didn't find he's him attractive. hot anymore. Yeah, he's attractive. Yeah, and he's funny. So like, he's funny. He has a yeah. lot of things going for him. Yeah, like he's he's a Kiwi. We love yeah. a man with an accent. Yeah, we do love a man with an accent. But yeah, yeah, five out of five on on Taika Waititi. <laughs> um, yeah, and next week I, or two weeks from now, I don't think we've decided on our next movie yet. No, yeah. I think we're going to possibly let the viewers let the, the fans, fans decide. decide. But uh, yeah, we're we're figuring that stuff out, 
and yes it'll be on our instagram soon whether we're gonna do like yes. polls or we're gonna do something but we're gonna do something so we'll stay keep tuned we'll keep y'all updated um Please. yep and yeah I, I think that's all she wrote yeah that's all yeah. folks uh yeah, uh, check out our Instagram and our TikTok. Uh, we really need to up, th- like, y'all that need to content follow- content on the TikTok. <laughs> y- y'all need to up our content on the TikTok and not to- Yes, please. Yeah, because we're, we're failing on there, folks. <laughs> we are. We, we are two millennials that don't really know TikTok. Why well, is I'm- a Gen X? I, I'm, I'm Gen Z, so. Or, yeah. I'm an insufferable Gen Z. So, um, I'm like, I'm born in 1996, so I'm like kind of in the middle. I'm like, I, th- I don't know which one I am. I think that's called like a zillennial, which I hate yeah, that. Yeah, I hate it. I feel like, like generations all... mean nothing now, because right. everyone's just existing Except all boomers. at once. Yeah, boomers are their own category. Boomers um, are their own thing. And I'm sure we're not offending anyone, because I don't think any boomers listen to our podcast. No, I'm sure my grandpa <laughs> does not listen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think my dad listens either, so... Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we're Film Host Pod um, on Instagram and TikTok, so if you want to give us a follow on there, uh, y'all can go ahead and do that. And if you want to follow any both of our Instagrams, that'll be in, yeah. the, in the pod description. And, yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you next time. See ya.